Welcome to the Hustle Samely Podcast, a show inviting you to live a peacefully productive life. I'm your host, Jess Massey, a peaceful productivity coach and planner creator. My mission is to share mindset shifts and peaceful productivity tips that help people with really full lives go from running on fumes to living with intention in every season. You're in the right place if you want to design a life that reflects your actual priorities so you can stop the constant hustle and pursue your goals while prioritizing your well-being. Now take a deep breath and let's learn how to hustle safely. Oh my gosh. Hi, Hustle Samely Squad. Welcome back to the show. Happy January. Happy 2024. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season with your loved ones. We had the best time celebrating Everly's first birthday last month. Can't believe I have a one-year-old. It is so wild to me. And getting to celebrate Christmas with our family. I am so happy that the podcast is back. I have so many solid podcast topic ideas for 2024. Thanks to y'all. And speaking of thanks to y'all, you guys, we did it. We hit a thousand reviews on Apple Podcasts. That was a huge goal of mine in 2023. And we made it happen. And y'all, guess when we did it? We did it on December 7th. We did not even need the whole month of December. Thank you guys so much for just coming through and helping me make that goal happen. I absolutely love creating these episodes for y'all. And having your support is so, so valuable to me. I just adore this community so much. And knowing that it's kind of like a two way appreciation for each other. It just means the world to me. So thank you. I love you. Okay. Before we get into today's topic, since it is the first Tuesday of a new month, we're going to kick off with, as I'm sure you know, Hustle Sanely News, which is a quick little segment that we do here on the show at the start of a new month, just so I can fill you in on all of the juicy things going down in the Hustle Sanely community for the month. We've got some good stuff going on in January, you guys. So I don't I don't want you to skip ahead. I don't want you to like tune this part out. I want you to listen because I haven't been this excited about about the Hustle Sanely News segment in a minute. Okay, so here's what we got going on in January. The first piece of news that BFF enrollment is happening right now, literally right this second. If you're listening to this episode the week that it airs, we are welcoming new BFFs into the BFF membership. We do this once a quarter and it is that time, as I'm sure you guys know because I I say it all the time here on the show and on Instagram. The BFF membership is truly the best part of my job. It is my favorite thing to pour into. It's my favorite thing to show up for. And from January 1st through the 5th, you can sign up to be a Hustle Sanely BFF and join me and over 350 other like-minded women so we can all support you in creating and living your version of a peacefully productive life. Y'all, there are moms in there, teachers, entrepreneurs, students, all kinds of different people inside the membership. And we would absolutely love to have you join us. Our Quarter one topic is routine refresh, how to design routines that support your season. So every month we have a group coaching call to dive more into the quarterly topic. You get a workbook that I design with exercises created to help you implement what we're learning. We have productivity power hours on Zoom every other week. It's basically like virtual co-working. It's amazing. I love them. We get together on Zoom every month for a plan together so that we can set up our planners, journals, all the things 
openings for the coming month. Honestly, it's the best place on the internet and I don't want you to miss out. We will not be opening the doors again until April. So head to jessicamassey.com slash BFF to join us before January 5th so that we can refresh our routines for 2024 together. Okay. Are you guys ready for the second piece of Hustle Stanley News? I can't decide if I'm more excited about the BFF membership being open or this one. There is a new course launching this month. I feel like it has been such a long time since I launched a new course. And this year, I'm not just launching one. I am launching two. And the first one launches this month on January 24th, to be exact. And you guys actually helped me name it. It's called the Hustle Sanely Lifestyle Course. And you guys, this course is my heart. I have been working on it since November. And it is really a compilation of all things How to Hustle Sanely in one place. I designed this course specifically to teach busy, ambitious women how to go from running on fumes to living a peacefully productive life no matter what season they're in. Inside the course, we go over the five keys to hustling sanely in detail, and you learn the new and improved Hustle Sanely planning system. That is right. I tweaked it. I basically took the old Hustle Sanely kickstart course and the old peacefully productive schedule course. I combined them and simplified them. Plus, I tweaked some of the frameworks. Now that it's been almost four years of me using the five keys to hustling sanely and the hustle sanely planning system myself, I've just learned better ways to teach these frameworks. I am just so proud of this new course. And I know I am so confident that it's going to support women for years to come. And the really cool thing, there are two options available. Number one is the self-paced option. So it's kind of like you buy the course, you work through it, you got this amazing. And that's great. I love that. And then the second option is a live group coaching round, which is happening from uh, these dates might change a little bit, but this like around the dates, February 1st to March 21st with a call every other week. Y'all, it has been a minute since I've offered any live programs since I've spent the last few years either pregnant and uh, or learning how to be a working mom. Like I was either pregnant on maternity leave or learning how to be a working mom over the last two years. So I am so stoked to get back to running live programs from time to time. So anyway, we are working away here on on the back end to get all the final details ready for you. But if you want to jump on the wait list so that you're the first to know when the course is ready, head to jessicamassey.com slash HSLC. There, I have that in the show notes for you guys. So don't feel like you're like, wait, what were those letters again? Like it's in the show notes. I got you. I am telling you right now, there's going to be limited spots available for the live round. So make sure that you go sign up for the wait list, especially if you're interested in that. The wait list link, like I said, I'll have it in the show notes for you. And again, the launch date for the course is January 24th. So stay tuned, you guys. I am just, I hope you can hear in my voice how excited I am. I love coaching. I think that's why I love the BFF membership so much. Um, Coaching just like lights me up. I feel like that is what I was created to do. So yeah, so excited about the new courses coming out this year. And then the third piece of Hustle Sanely news that I want to talk to you guys about, inventory updates. You guys, the month of December was absolutely wild. Honestly, November was too. We sold so many Peacefully Productive Planners 
Thank you guys so much. We are running low, and I mean low, on 2024 weekly planners. And once those are gone, we will not be getting any more. We have less than 200 left. So make sure to grab one if you want a dated planner for 2024. And I am so happy to tell you guys that we do have undated quarterly planners and journals back in stock. You guys sold us out back in October, which is wild. So we ordered more right away, and they were delivered to our warehouse mid-December. So they are up and ready for you to snatch at hustlesanely.com. So head over there, grab what you want to grab, add it to your car. Let's all have a peacefully productive 2024 together. All right. I think that you're all caught up on the most important Hustle Sanely details for January. So let's get into today's topic. Today, we are talking about how to write and use affirmations in a non-cringy way. (laughs) Y'all believe me, I used to think affirmations were so weird and so cringy, so I get it. I feel like I am um I'm pretty cynical by nature. Like I've done a podcast episode on this a long time ago, like right when the podcast came out. I am not a naturally positive person. I actually have to work hard to be a positive person and to like have a positive mindset. Like for whatever reason, I'm just a more like pessimistic human. Like I'm not optimistic without having to like put in the work to be optimistic. You know what I mean? Um, So if that's you and you're just like, you roll your eyes when you hear things about like mindset, affirmations, like I feel you because I have been in your shoes. Okay. So this episode, it might seem random when you're thinking about peaceful productivity, but it's not. And I'm going to explain why in just a second. I decided to go ahead and make this episode because I share my affirmations on my Instagram stories every Monday. And I also usually share my personal monthly affirmation on Instagram stories too every every month. And every single time that I share an affirmation-related story, I get at least three DMs asking me how to write affirmations. So I figured it was time to dedicate a whole episode to answering that question so that I can be like, hey, you need help? And I can just send them the link to this episode. So hi, if you're listening to this episode because I sent you the link because you DM'd me that question. Um, So the way that we're going to do this, we're going to split this episode up into three parts, what affirmations are and what they have to do with living a peacefully productive life, ways to use affirmations. And of course, I'm going to share with you guys specifically how I use them in my day-to-day life life. And then we're going to wrap up by going over just a few tips for writing your own affirmations. Okay. So we're going to start off, like I said, with what are affirmations. So I consider affirmations a mindset hygiene tool, a tool. That is what I want you guys to remember. Affirmations are a tool. They're not like these magical, whimsical, woo-woo things, they are a tool, okay? Like a hammer is a tool, an affirmation is a tool. So affirmations are actually defined as positive statements that can help you to challenge and overcome self-sabotaging and negative thoughts or beliefs. When you repeat them often and believe in them, you can start to make positive changes in your life. And I am not just saying that because it sounds good. There is science behind the benefits of affirmations. Plus, like I mentioned earlier, I can speak from my own experience in using them too. When I started going to therapy back in, I can't, all the years just mesh together, you guys. I don't know if I started going to therapy in 2019 or 2020, but either way, whenever I started going to therapy, my therapist recommended that I start using affirmations as a way to manage and cope with my anxiety. I truly thought that she was like, 
off her rocker. I was just like, uh, you want me to do what? Uh, to me, repeating positive statements to myself, it just felt silly, awkward, cringy, pointless, all the things like that. You get it. But then my oh so patient therapist explained to me that when we use affirmations consistently, we can actually rewire our brains. And when she told me that, I was like, okay, excuse me, what? And uh, I just, I could not get over that. And so I kind of went on like this deep dive on my own time where I was like reading and researching neuroscience, not like deep, deep neuroscience, but just like how affirmations actually affect our brains. And I use this analogy in the best year ever workshop back in November, but in case you missed it, Think about your brain as a grassy pasture. Now, I want you to imagine somebody walking back and forth along the same path of grass in that grassy pasture. That part of the pasture becomes a natural path because of the grass being walked on over and over again, right? We create paths in a pasture by continually walking the same route over and over and over, just like we create grooves in our brains by repeating the same thoughts and words over and over and over. What we repeatedly think is what we start to believe. It's what our brains cling to as the truth. So our thoughts create these loop patterns in our brains. So if you're consistently repeating negative things, your loops become negative, right? Like it just makes sense. Whereas if you're consistently repeating positive things, your loops become positive. So like I said, Believe me, believe me, believe me, I know it can be tempting to write this off because it seems too out there or even too simple to carry any weight, but I want you to think about how our bodies respond to physical exercise. Y'all know I love analogies. I got plenty of them for you today. When we work out, we do multiple reps of an exercise over time to change the composition of our bodies. It's the same concept here. Just because you can't physically see your brain, it doesn't mean that the change isn't happening. You know what I mean? Reps of affirmations over time reprogram our thought patterns, which changes how we think and how we act. To me, hearing this analogy makes using affirmations make more sense. Key one to hustling sanely is get your mindset right, and it's the first key for a reason. It is the most important thing you can do to establish a strong foundation for a peacefully productive life. Y'all have heard me say this over and over and over again, but our thoughts become our words, our words become our our actions, our actions make up our life. Your thoughts create the life you're living. Let that sink in. That is huge. Now, if you're a skeptic like I once was, I want to give you some evidence to kind of mull over. So one of the key psychological theories behind positive affirmations is something called self-affirmation theory. The development of self-affirmation theory has led to neuroscientific research aimed at investigating whether we can see any changes in the brain when we self-affirm in positive ways. You guys, this is so wild to me. There is an MRI, there is MRI evidence suggesting that certain neural pathways are increased when people practice self-affirmation tasks. So you can see it in an MRI that we're creating new pathways in our brains when we're using positive self-affirmations over and over and over. I'm going to link an article in the show notes that has more info on self-affirmation theory if you're interested. It was true. I was just, my mind was blown. I mean, it, it was, but it wasn't because I'm like, well, yeah, this is why I do them because I know this is what it does. But just reading like the concrete facts, I'm just like, dang, like this is so, so wild. And for those of us who are bullet point people, hi, it's me. I am bullet point people. <laughs> Here are 
some ways that your life can be made better thanks to affirmations that are backed by science. So these are backed by science. Affirmations lower stress and rumination. This is why my therapist suggested them for me because I tend to ruminate on thoughts. That was like that's my biggest issue with my anxiety is I ruminate, I ruminate, I ruminate. And so affirmations are proven to lower stress and rumination. They can increase your self confidence and overall well being. They can improve academic performance. They can make someone more motivated to make changes in their behavior. None of that seems like woo woo or out there. If you ask me, like it's it's pretty concrete evidence. You know what I mean? So, uh, okay. The next part of this episode that I want to dig into is how I use affirmations. I know that y'all love a concrete example. I do too. That's why we vibe. That's why we get along. So I want to kind of jump into this with you guys. Now, listen, when I was a workaholic in the prime of my hustle culture days, I totally thought affirmations were a waste of time because I, in my mind, I was like, I can use the time that I spend affirming myself getting tasks on my to-do list done. Like just saying that statement out loud now, it pains me because I have lived and experienced how much sweeter life is here on the other side of peaceful productivity rather than hustle culture. And I am telling you, I'm telling you, peaceful productivity is where it's at. Plus using affirmations, it takes hardly any time out of your day and the impact is very, very much worth it. So yeah, when it comes to using affirmations, consistency is the name of the game. If you could underline something in a podcast, episode, I would have you underline that sentence, but you can't. So instead, I'm going to say it to you again. When it comes to using affirmations, consistency is the name of the game. So think about that exercise analogy that we used earlier. Reps are what change your body. Rep stands for repetition, if you didn't know. Like if you're not like an exerciser person. (laughs) I used to be a personal trainer if you didn't know. So like sometimes I like spew off fitness terms and I'm like, hold on, does everybody know what that word means? Anyway, you got me. You got me. So Reps are what change your body composition when you're working out, and reps are what change your mental composition when you're using affirmations. You've got to use affirmations almost daily if you want them to create change in your life. That being said, the main ways that I go about using affirmations, I do a couple things, okay? So the first thing that I do, I have an affirmation app connected to my Apple Watch that sends me affirmations throughout the day. Now, there are tons of affirmation apps out there. The one that I use is called Pep Talks. And I like it because you can choose different categories to get affirmations for. So like finances, confidence, encouragement for pursuing your dreams, all that kind of stuff. Now, the only notifications that I have on my watch are phone calls, Libby, which if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm very serious about knowing when my library books are ready to be loaded on my Kindle. That's what the Libby app is. And uh, this affirmations app. So those are the three little like notifications that I get on my watch. I'm very picky about the notifications that I get on any of my devices, but I really do enjoy. I literally just got one right now and I'm going to read it to you. Like while I'm recording this episode, my wrist just buzzed and it says, say this, I believe that all my hard work is going to pay off. It doesn't matter what challenges I have faced. Everything is going to be better than I dreamed of. So that is what I do. Like that is what I do throughout the day. How perfect, perfect timing. Thanks God. That was cool. Um, so anytime that I get an app, uh, a notification from the affirmation app, like I just did, I pause what I'm doing and I either read the affirmation 
question out loud or I read it in my head if I'm somewhere where I can't say it out loud. So I kind of view this as like feeding my mind healthy snacks throughout the day. You know what I mean? Like reading these little affirmations, it's like giving my giving my brain a little snack. So that's the first thing that I do. The second thing that I do is writing an anchor affirmation every month based on my goals or intentions for that month. So I write this affirmation on a whiteboard that sits at my desk in my planner and in my journal. It is literally all over my life. So anytime I sit at my desk, I read my monthly affirmation and then I also read it every single morning. In the Peacefully Productive Journal, there is a monthly prep spread and I keep one of the two ribbon bookmarks on that page and then the other ribbon bookmark on the current daily page. So when I'm doing my morning routine, and yes, I get this question often, I do my morning routine on the weekend. To me, I'm like, why would I not? Like, I love my morning routine. It makes me feel like the healthiest, best version of myself. Why would I not do that two days a week? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. I go at a slower pace on the weekends. Like, I'm not like, I don't have to be done by a certain time to start work, this, that, and the other, but like, I still do my morning routine. So, The first thing, I open my journal first to the monthly prep spread and I say my monthly affirmation out loud before flipping to the current daily page to start writing. So on that monthly prep spread in the journal, there is a box for you to write out your monthly affirmation. So I personally like having this anchor affirmation that I say every day of the month because it helps keep me grounded with my focus goal for the month and it creates that repetition that we talked about. I'm saying the same sentence or two every morning for 30 days. That gives it a chance to really sink into my subconscious. I'm not like reading it once, giving it a thumbs up and then like moving on with my life. You know what I mean? Like I'm repeating this affirmation every day. Like it becomes a part of me. So that's how I implement information. Information? What? English? That's how I implement affirmations in my day-to-day life. I read my affirmation first thing in the morning. And then I have those other ones kind of coming in on my watch throughout the day. So now I want to give you some tips to write your own affirmations. So like I said, the question I get the most when I share my affirmations is how do I write them? So I love a good affirmation app. I literally just told you the one that I use, but I personally think that our affirmations are more powerful when we write them ourselves. Because when we write our own affirmations, we can customize them to what we need and make them specific specific to our lives. And there's a deeper emotional connection there since it came from our own heart. You know what I mean? So before I give you tips to write your own affirmations, I do want to point out a few things. An affirmation is not lying to yourself about your circumstances. I think a lot of people think that affirmations are these like toxic positivity-based statements that make them feel like they're viewing their life through rose-colored glasses. And that is not how I use affirmations. And it's not how I teach others to use affirmations. I think that's why I used to be hesitant to them because I was like, you're just like spewing positive statements. Like, what are you even saying? Um, but that's that's just not how I use them. And like I said, it's not how I teach them either. So what helps me when I'm writing affirmations is to remember that affirmations are there to shift my perspective, to view my circumstance in a way of focusing on where I'm going rather than on where I'm currently standing. So I'm fo- it's like being solution-minded or like you're looking at where you want to be rather than kind of hyper-focusing on where you are. So here are my tips to remember when writing and using affirmations. So number one, start 
start by pinpointing what you want to change. So that's the first thing when you want to write an affirmation. You have to pinpoint what you want to change. So when I write my monthly affirmation, I start by thinking about the area of my life that I want to create change in. This usually results in either pinpointing a struggle that I want to remedy or a goal that I want to make progress in, right? Because making change, it can either be like not doing something anymore, or it can be making progress on a goal. Like those are two forms of change. And those are the two that usually pop up in my mind, one of those. So that's the first thing. Step number two is focus on what you want. So once I know what I want to write an affirmation for because of step one, I shift my focus to what I want out of that area of my life. So again, step one is is focusing on what is, and step two is focusing on what you want. And then step three is write the affirmation. So I like to focus on step two when I write my affirmations. So with the focus on what I want in my mind, okay? And then three other things that I keep in mind when I'm writing affirmations are using the present tense. I always try to write them in the present tense, focusing on the positive and writing it how I would say it out loud. I don't inject emotion that feels like too flowery for me. Like I inject emotion that feels authentic to me. The way that I speak, I am very like bold with my words. I don't use like a lot of big words. Like I'm usually just like a to the point kind of girly. So don't get hung up on like flowery language. Affirmations can be short and to the point. Like truly they can. So something extra that I like to do with my monthly anchor affirmations is I add scripture to the end of them. My faith is really important to me and adding this element to my affirmations aligns with my values and creates a deeper emotional connection with my affirmation. You guys, I literally just type in Google scripture about blank. Whatever my affirmation is about, I just type scripture about blank. And then I read through different scriptures until I find one that I connect with. So now that you've written the affirmation, you have to actually put it into practice, right? So do this by saying it out loud every day. And as you do that, visualize the affirmation in action in your life. So I know that can sound a little bit out there and you're just like, okay, cool. But like, how do I do that? So I want to go over a quick example before we wrap things up because I know we love a good example. So let's say I'm doing my monthly check-in meeting and filling out the reflection questions in my journal, and I realized that I said yes to too much last month, and I felt stretched too thin, and I put self-care on the back burner, causing me to feel stressed out and to not be an emotional asset to my family. So that's step one, recognizing what is happening, right? Step two, let's think about where we want to be. Focus on what we want. So I want to feel calm. I want to say yes only to things that align with my vision for this season. I want to prioritize self-care so I can be the healthiest version of myself for myself and for my family. So then step three, writing the affirmation might sound something like this. I choose to focus my best time and energy on showing up for yeses that align with my vision and taking care of myself because my family and I deserve the healthiest version of me. And then if I was writing the affirmation, I would go in and add scripture. So for example, maybe I would add, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your soul.
souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Now, if you don't share my same faith, obviously you don't have to attach scripture to your affirmations. That's just very relevant to me. And again, it's very in alignment with my values. But you see what I mean? The affirmation, it explicitly states what I want in a positive way, and it's in the present tense. Then over the next month, I would read that out loud every morning and imagine myself at peace because I'm self-caring. So like reading before bed, spending evenings outside of my family, going on morning walks, like those are the kind of things that I would visualize as I read the affirmation out loud. So um, that is kind of how I go about using affirmations. So from now on, when you think about affirmations, think of them as a mindset hygiene tool. Don't overcomplicate them. They're not cringy. They're not silly. Although to be fair, to be fair, you might feel a little bit silly when you first start saying them out loud and that's okay. Embrace it. Okay. So uh, think about it as you are just consistently speaking truth over your life. Like you have to water a plant for it to grow. You have to water your life for it to grow. Like you want to be thriving. You want to be feeding your mind positive, good, healthy food. You know what I mean? So, okay, you guys, that is what I have for you today, how to write and use affirmations in a non-cringy way. I hope this episode made affirmations seem less cringy, less woo-woo, less out there, and gave you some solid ideas for using them to help you live a peacefully productive life. Now, okay, you guys, even though we already hit our thousand Apple podcast review goal, please, please, please keep the reviews coming if you're enjoying the show. The more five-star reviews that we get, the more likely Apple is to put this show in front of new listeners who could really benefit from the Hustle Sanely message. So keep the reviews coming. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. I will talk to you next Tuesday and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning into today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.